I don't know if you heard about this yesterday, but a discount travel company, New Leaf, abruptly canceled its newly announced flights from Calgary and Edmonton to Phoenix, Arizona, um, after it said that WestJet muscled in on its new route. These were this this uh, was that uh, discount airline that uh, launched out of uh, they fly out of Hamilton. They launched in uh, July this year, and a lot of you know good feedback. Um, from customers, but uh, they also canceled flights to Florida. Uh, a lot of people now saying I think 3,000 people uh, are getting refunds on their flights uh, that have booked to Phoenix and, and Florida that uh, now the, the airlines just saying they're pulling out. They can't do it and they can't do it because of the competition. They want to stay in business. So we are joined now by, we got an email from um, Dr. Uh, Gabor Lukacs, who's been on the show before, he is an airline passenger advocate, and uh, he was contacted by some effective pass- affected passengers of the cancellations. Uh, Dr. Gabor, good to have you on the show again. Good afternoon. Thank you for inviting me. Listen, uh, if you could just give us a little background on what the concern was uh, by the passengers that uh, contacted you. Passengers uh, who booked flights with New Leaf have also uh, booked hotels, cars, uh, with um, as a destination, those are non-refundable, and now they have to purchase either tickets for a higher price, or they have to cancel their reservation at the other end. Both of them come at a very significant expense. I'm just right now have a, a, a message here on Facebook saying my family is supposed to be going to Arizona in February. I rebooked fi- uh, flights with another other airline, booked new car rental, but my costs have increased by almost a thousand dollars. I've contacted New Leaf and they say the increased costs are my issue. Do I have any rights here? Can anyone point me in any direction where to go for information? So this is the typical problem that passengers run into. Passengers are out of pocket because of this cancellation. And as far as I can see New Leaf's terms and conditions, I've reviewed them. Um, there's nothing there that would allow New Leaf to unilaterally cancel the contract with the passengers unless there was a weather issue or a force majeure or something very much uh, of, of, you know, kind of act of God situation. None of that happened. Competition is a norm. New Leaf came with the motto that it would lower prices, and lo and behold, prices are lower, but it gets competition. So what is the, what is the problem here? Was there anything unexpected? Of course not. This is capitalism. This is not socialism. If they don't like it, they should go and do business elsewhere. Their worry is that they... Um... They had to cancel these flights because they are worried about uh, not being able to, uh, they said here we had to make this unfortunate decision because we are so committed to offering domestic service domestically for the long haul. That's what they said. They said we didn't think we could remain competitively competitive. Your thoughts on that? Uh, these are risks that every company has to assume when they begin selling tickets. So. The issue here is not simply with New Leaf canceling the flights, but with them not paying passengers the damages that, passen- that they have caused by first making this offer and making this contract and then canceling. So uh, if New Leaf had booked passengers at its own cost and flew on, uh, on um, Air Canada or, or uh, WestJet, it would, it would have been a different situation. We also must bear in mind that this is a, likely a joint responsibility of New Leaf and Flair Airlines because Flair Airlines is actually the licensed airline behind it. Mm-hmm. Just last month, the Federal Court of Appeal ruled that just because New Leaf is reselling those tickets it doesn't mean that Flair is still not responsible. So. A court may have to sort it out who is exactly responsible here. But so when I'm saying New Leaf, I mean New Leaf and Flair, some combination of the two. But 
the commercial standard in Canada that has been established by the Canadian Transportation Agency in 2012, and which Air Canada, WestJet, Air Transat, Porter all follow, is that when you cancel a flight and the cancellation is within your own control, mm-hmm. like here, you chose to cancel it, you have to rebook passengers, including buying them tickets on flights of competitors. It may not be cheap, but you have to do it. That's the commercial standard. In this case, New Leaf and Flair don't do it. And that means that they well may be liable for the cost of passengers, reasonable cost, that arise as a result of the flight cancellation, like rebooking their flights, like rebooking perhaps car rentals, hotels, whatever is reasonably necessary for still traveling. So will passengers have to take them to court, do you think? Uh, unfortunately, looking at how New Leaf responds, I'm very much afraid so. I would very much hope that New Leaf would come to its senses and realize that this is a way to drive away consumers and it has to back with the money what it promised to passengers, which is transportation. Uh, but if they, are, if they insist on behaving this way, passengers may be able to, may have to take a New Leaf and Flare to small claims courts. Uh, or um, if there are many passengers, this may even turn out into a class action because there are so many passengers with essentially the same common issue, this cancellation. So what are you telling the people that are connect, con- contacting you today? What I'm telling people is that uh, they should keep their, their receipts, they should make arrangements for alternative travel or cancel whatever looks the cheapest, always mitigate your damages, always uh, be reasonable. It's, it's not that you can now suddenly buy a business class seat if other seats are available, uh, but keep your receipts, get organized, ask New Leaf and Flair to reimburse you for your ex- extra expenses, and if you refuse, then seek legal advice possibly, uh, or uh, file a um, small claim on your own, or get organized and file a group claim or a class action. This, what, what happened here, uh, from a moral point of view, it's quite clearly wrong. You cannot do this to Canadian passengers. Mm. This is not the commercial standards that have been established by several, several years ago by the Canadian Transportation Agency, and which Air Canada, WestJet, Air Canada, Porter are all expected to abide by, and they do abide by, to my knowledge, as a general rule. Um, So um, when someone wants to do something different, they have to back it up some way. And I don't think that New Leaf and Fair are able to back it up from moral or legal point of view, uh, what they are doing. I just don't believe so. Well, you know, then I'm going to have to ask you to keep listening to the station, Dr. Gabor, because we are going to have Jim Young on from New Leaf to respond to uh, some of the things you've been saying, and we'll, we'll uh, put that right to him. Uh, you know, do you, uh, are you, uh, do you have a moral oblig- uh, obligation to do the right thing here? And it's also a legal question. What is the contractual provision based on which they unilaterally cancel those contracts? I think they have none. Maybe he can point to the terms and conditions, but I read the terms and conditions very carefully. So I will be happy to stay on the line, if possible, to listen to him. And I'm very curious what uh, Mr. Young has to say. All right. Well, let's uh, let's put you on hold. So uh, Jim Young, president and CEO of New Leaf Travel Company, joins me on the line right now. Hey, Jim, how you doing? I'm fine, Kelly. How are you? I am fantastic. Give us the reason on, on give us a story on exactly what's been canceled canceled and why it's been canceled. Well, we canceled all our Alberta to Arizona service. We were going into a new airport, Phoenix Mesa, uh, in the Phoenix area. We had put uh, three flights a week in from Calgary and one flight a week in from Edmonton. Uh, WestJet came in on top of us uh, with three flights of their own and one flight out of Edmonton as well within the same hour. Uh, so uh, customers who are choosing between us and them. And when you take a look at the dynamics and the economics of running an airline business, uh, too much capacity means that uh, everybody loses. So uh, we are competing. You know, we're not afraid of competition. 
Uh, and so what we did, decided to do, was pull back from that and into the U.S. and focus on our core domestic network. Did you pull back all the flights from the U.S.? Because I know you had some out of Hamilton to Florida. We had once a week from Hamilton to Orlando, Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a result, uh, we had a scale problem. You've got a whole bunch of investment that you have to make from a regulatory point of view with the U.S. government, etc., and one flight a week wouldn't have been able to support the cost of being able to do that as well. So as a result of pulling out of uh, Arizona, we had to make the, the harder decision to to pull out of um, Florida as well. Now, I understand you've uh, refunded about uh, 3,000 tickets this week mm-hmm. uh, to passengers. Uh, Dr. Gabor told us that New Leaf is obligated to reimburse passengers for alternate travel. Is no, there any plan to do that? We're not obligated to do it. The booking terms and conditions as well as the tariff under which the customer operates uh, uh, as these services had not commenced yet, um, our obligation is to return their money to them and uh, give them a full refund. Okay, so are you saying if these services, ha- if you were already flying out on these flights, mm-hmm. uh, then it would be a different story? But since you had never taken a flight to any of the American destinations, is that what you're telling us? It well, doesn't. We would have count? been obligated to uh, reaccommodate customers who were mid-trip. In other words, they had already flown down there and they were mm. looking for uh, for a way to come home. We would have had we would have been obligated to find them a way home, uh, but since the service has never really commenced, all we've done is refund everybody's money. Do you not want to do it just uh, for the optics? Um, well, the, the the challenge you've got, of course, is that your competitors, once they find out that you've uh, uh, you know uh, pulled out a service, they triple the price. So um, the money that we would have kept from the consumer in order to reaccommodate them on another carrier carrier would have uh, cost us our triple our losses. Is New Leaf going to be able to compete with bigger companies if they can't eat the costs like this? We compete already today. So we compete, with the exception of Hamilton-Moncton, we compete on every route that we fly with WestJet. And so as a result, um, you know, we feel that we're doing very well in those markets. And uh, the decision to pull out of the U.S. Uh, was a factor of, you know, the depressed Canadian dollar. The the marketplace in Alberta is, is not as strong as it was a year ago. And as a result, um, you know, we've gone in with a very low fare program to get people back traveling again. And the excess capacity was just, you know, there's just too much capacity. So those customers are still going to be able to fly to Phoenix Mesa on WestJet. And they, you know, I would challenge WestJet to keep their fares low. And then for customers going to Orlando, Melbourne, Porter offers service from the Toronto Island uh, for, for, the, for customers there as well. It's interesting because, I mean, when you're listening to this, and I know people are, and I'm listening to, to the story from both sides here, uh, you know, if you're a passenger, you're thinking, well, New Leaf is going to allow WestJet to be the bad guys here because they're, they're, they've uh, decided to raise the prices. Well, that's, that, that, you know, we came into the marketplace to lower fares in, in what is a duopoly marketplace. Um, you know, we've all complained for years and years and years that you only have two choices when it came to domestic travel. And as a result, the fares have always been very high. Since New Leaf has, uh, began operating back in July, we've lowered fares 23% in the markets in which we fly. And that has allowed people who couldn't afford to fly to actually start flying again. When I talked to all, you know, to the 125,000 passengers that we've carried since uh, we began, most of them are people who actually couldn't afford to fly uh, in the old, you know, on, on our competitors and now actually can fly because we have lower fares. Jim, I appreciate you joining us today. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Yep, bye-bye. All right, Jim Young is uh, the president of New Leaf. Before we get out of here, Patrick, I want to go back to Dr. Gabor quickly because I know you're hanging on the line, doctor. Your quick uh, two cents in response to what you just heard? Very simple. I don't know what work is in the contract. Mr. Young was not able to point at anything in the contract that would allow New Leaf to do what it was doing. He was just talking about big competition, which it has to accept. But legally, 
I, he was not able to read me any provision in the contract which would allow newly translated to do this. So I do challenge him to respond based on the contract between the passengers and New Leaf and Flair with a quote. All, all right. Well, uh, I'm sure he's heard that, and hopefully he'll get back to you. And then uh, if he does, get back to us. Listen, uh, thanks for joining us on the line today. It's been it's, it's interesting. You know, I all I know is if I'm the guy that has to drive to Florida now with my kids because I can't afford the flight, I'm not a happy man. If I'm the lady that has to drive to Florida as well, I'm not a happy man. But the instance I'm quoting is a father who was in an article saying, hey, I got to now put my family in a car and drive my kids down to Florida. Hey, we did it. I got the hump every year. You try being the middle child. You have to ride with a hump. And you, you cannot put your feet in your brother or sister's wheel well for 24 hours. It's a living hell until you meet the mouse.